Welcome to In the Dark, everybody. I hope everybody's having a wonderful holiday season, doing their shopping and all that good stuff. And even better yet, hopefully you're spending some really good quality time with the people you love. Tonight I have some special guests on, dear to my heart. I have Robin Haynes and Patrick McRae, both on together. We're doing a, a three-way uh, interview conversation and I hope everybody enjoys it. Here we go. I hear you. Hi, baby. How are you? Hi. Good. Waiting on Pat. Pat, you're on. Yes, I am. Well, hello there. It's good to have Hi. you on. Nice Robin. You yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad we could all connect. That's really cool. I need to get little icon pictures of you two now. <laughs> <laughs> I need icon pictures. It's so yeah, cute. Yeah, I'm going to have to. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've got, when you go on my podcast, you know, I have my picture of the podcast picture, and then I've got you and Pat's name, but I don't have your pictures up there. So I need some pictures of you hey, too. did you see that one I don't know what is going on. Did you see that one podcast you and I did? How many views were on it on YouTube? The one that's, yeah. Yeah. What is going on with that? I don't know. Like, that it's, was really bizarre. It was great, wasn't it, though? Like, it was awesome. And, you know, this like, it's so weird. This podcast grows nonstop. Like, it's a trickle. But there is not five minutes that goes by in the day that three more people have not watched it or listened to it. So yeah. it's all day and all night. It just constantly grows. It's really neat watching it, you know, but that's mainly on my podcast station. Um, YouTube's a little, little different. Um, it, you still get people every day. No, you know, but, but it's, it's weird because like the other ones we did have anywhere between two to 500. And then that one has 6.3,000. It's like, what the hell went on in that one? Yeah, 6.4,000. I don't know, but I'm hoping they all grow like that. So it'll be really cool. You know, but now my podcast on like Apple and Spotify and stuff, that's a lot bigger than the YouTube listeners. Like, cause, because I've been doing it longer on their yeah. YouTube still fairly new, you know, yeah. and that, that's kind of a harder, um, like it takes a little longer to build that and stuff. And I don't do any advertising at all. I mean, I just don't, I don't do any kind of advertising with it yet, right. but I will. You know, once I do, then I know Patrick kept calling me, not calling me, but messaging me saying he's getting all these friend requests. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I warned him. I warned him. He goes, ever since I've done, I did your podcast, I'm getting like hammered with all these friend requests. And I'm like, he's I getting know. hammered with boob pictures is what he's getting hammered. Oh, yeah, you know, I know. yeah, you're going to get that too. I get a lot of perverse stuff. Believe me. And, mm -hmm. um. But, I get all these guys or all these women yeah. think that the the name Robin is a guy's name. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm true. like, uh, don't swing Tracy. that way. All of our names are, are boy and girl days. Like you got Tracy, Robin and Pat, but um, I know. It, it's um, <laughs> you will like in, in every day there's more listeners. So every single day, you know, you might have 20 new listeners or whatever. So you're going to, it's going to be a continuous flow. Now I was kind of used to it before because when um i had my original facebook before i started podcasting and i started hiding from people um i put my pictures out there and i would get all these guys and so i would and then i had like five thousand 
followers on the one and then it got to like 10,000 and then all my friends would get all these weird friend requests and stuff. So I went through this a couple of years ago and then that's why I stopped putting like pictures and I actually, you know, I just don't really do yeah. much with Facebook as much because it's just, you get too many, uh, just too many weird guys. There's just yeah. too out there that are really desperate or something. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah. I don't really like so to put my what face. do you want to talk about tonight? Like oh, God, what weird and freaky topic do you want? <laughs> Rob is the weird and the freaky. <laughs> okay, Pat, let's start out with your story about the trash can lid. Oh yeah. I was just the, tr- the trash can lid. Did you tell Robin? I, he probably no, did I and I don't remember. Oh, okay. Well then I don't know. The I'm clueless. Came off by itself. I had put that thing on tight. I pushed it down and <clears throat> I heard it jump up off it and it's on, it was on the floor. There was wow. no cat. Which really odd. And there was no weird. pressure. There's no pressure in the in the can to cause it to pop off? No. Okay. No. See at the same time this was happening to you. I had just gone into the outer foyer area of my house and I've got a door <coughs> in between. Sorry, guys, I'm got a cough still slightly. Um, I was, I opened it up and I, I made sure the door was locked and made sure my keys were out and I shut the door and I, I am a, I am a stickler for turning off lights. Like I never fail at something like that. So uh, not that I run around ch- turning off lights all the time because my house is lit up like a Christmas tree half the time. But like if I'm leaving an area, I'll turn off the light. And so I shut the door and the light was off and I went and did something, turned back around, the light was on. And this was just when Pat Pat's trash can thing was going on. So no, but it's been crazy here too, because I, I'm trying to remember what it was the other day. I came and I woke Pat up. And I'm like, this is like getting weirder every single day. And then the other day, my son was getting ready to move back to Michigan. Yeah. You know, that's the thing now. We're all going back to Michigan. I know, but and I'm going to Michigan. We're we're yeah, we are. We're gonna caravan. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Even even our Bigfoot that no, came from it's a Michigan. Convoy. It's a convoy. That's Robin's right. Dragging us convoy. all back to Michigan. Well, everybody, I'm not letting you go anywhere but but with us. Okay. You're now part of our, our little dynamic duo here and you're going with us. We're having too much fun. But um, the actually the Bigfoots that did come here from Michigan to South Carolina where Pat and I are at, they can't wait to go home. They're like excited. It's not that they don't like it here, but they're like over it. Yeah. But anyway, my son was getting ready to move. And the night before he left, I looked out the window. I mean, it was the middle of the night and I could have sworn I saw something walking around the car. Like I knew it was a Bigfoot because of the size. And he went out the next day and he's like, he had been working on a truck. That's my friends out in the yard. And he's like, all these tools are all kicked all over the place because he had left certain tools out, which he didn't normally do, but it was like middle of the night by the time he got done doing what he wanted to do. And he's like, all my sockets are all over the place. There's stuff that I had sitting in the the bed of the truck or the seat of the truck in Mm -hmm. the cab. He said, those are all over the place. Some of them are gone. He was missing tools. Oh my God. And he said to me, he said, the only thing I can think of is one of the neighbor kids came over and I said, well, there really isn't neighbor kids to come over. And the, the few that there are, I would trust mm-hmm. them with my life. And we exchanged things all that they would never, never. Right. And yeah. so I know they didn't, but I had looked out there. I couldn't sleep during the night and I looked out there and I saw 
a big black male walking around there. So I knew it was a Bigfoot. It was a Bigfoot. And then they do. They, I mean, they used to steal tools out of my garage in Michigan. I mean, they were gone for like a year and a half, almost two years. And then I got up one day and there's this pile of rusted tools sitting on my deck. Check this what out. Do I do? Oh. Check this out. The trash can, someone's pounding on it. <laughs> I am not kidding you. I'm there's not a pat in there, is there, Pat? No. no it's someone okay. pounding on the trash can. I'm I just trying to that. debunk it to make sure it's not yeah. something else. I know. You know? It's gotten lately, it's really been amped up. It's like, been at my house too. It's yeah, been almost every day something's tapping, going on. Tapping on the windows. And we mm -hmm. have a wood table that's in our bedroom that sits right under our flat screen TV that's up on the wall. Tapping on that. The other day or the other night, I woke up and we have an ensuite bathroom and I can hear something walking around in there. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, it was yeah. whatever it was. It was okay. big. I, I just what? heard we want to be heard. Well, well, tell them to get on the podcast. Exactly. Don't tell them that. They'll short tell them, circuit. Come the on, guys. Thing. Get your voices in here. Let's hear some. We some had voices. literally had that happen before. And instead of hearing like a clear voice that people could really enjoy the experience, it sounded yes. like nothing but static and it shut the thing down. Oh, so God. it's like, be careful what you wish for. My friend and I, um, we did a lot of the work with the Bigfoot for many, many years. And now my one friend still works with Pat and I, and the other one is kind of retired out of it. And we were on line one day and it was a reptilian. And yeah. we were talking about the <clears throat> reptiles and kicking some major ass against them. And next thing you know, you hear this thing hissing and slamming. And I mean, it was really bad. Yeah. He was, okay. you know, one of the creepy crawlies. Coming up here. When we first moved here, the Bigfoot were on the telephone. I'm sitting there talking to on the phone, and mm -hmm. I heard him on the other, other end of the line. And well, I know yeah. it was down. What does it yeah. sound like? What did it sound like they were saying, Pat? <clears throat> like, you know, like, you know, that yeah. type of stuff. And yeah. I knew it was them. Yeah, That's they so don't cool. get on the phone, but they can. They will break into the line. Right. Like, yeah, a, yeah, like exactly. yeah I know what you mean. Well, they the do only, all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah, the only one that I've actually heard get on the phone is when we were in Nebraska and Igor Borstov had, he's working with a group up in the mountains in Russia. And um, the gentleman in Russia that they visit mm -hmm. had called Igor um, through WhatsApp here in the States. And then he would hold up the phone and they would talk. And people just were terrible. I mean, you know, you think they would be excited. They would be appreciative of the experience uh -huh. and, and they were hateful. Just mean it. No, mean they don't want to believe it. They think, no, they you know, don't. Those and, are the people that don't want to even, they just think you're nuts. No. You know? And then we went to Colorado. We weren't supposed to go, but we ended up going. Our flight got canceled. So we went with our friends to the conference there. We didn't speak at the conference, but um, Jim Myers, Dave Pilates, his wife and his sister-in-law, I think it was his sister-in-law and myself went into a room with Igor and the gentleman from Russia called again. And we were talking, we each took a turn talking with it, you know, mm -hmm. and it was one that Pat and I both of mine spoke with before. So we've got those videos too. And we're having those analyzed, but oh, I mean, we've, Rob, our, that's we, cool. yeah, I'll send them to you. You can listen. That's to them. Cool. Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. 
It's yeah, Sargon and uh, Gregor. He calls himself Gregor to me. Now, is that they're, they're, those are ETs? No, or big, well, Bigfoot. Okay, because they, be they Bigfoot. sound. I just asked because they sound. It sounds the other day when Pat and I were talking, I told him about a name I had gotten, and it sounded. It some of the names sound so ET ish, which yeah, I know Bigfoot are part ET, but some of the names are like God. That it sounds like a like a straight up alien name, you know? Yeah, some of and the it, names yeah. are really weird. I had somebody yeah. ask me the other day, I was talking to them and they asked me for the name and I said, okay. And anybody that knows me knows I suck at names. Our, I mean, for our people. Mm-hmm. So let's just give the one that can't remember a name for our people, everybody else's names. And so I'm like, okay. So I gave the name and this person is like, that doesn't sound like a Bigfoot. I said, and what would a Bigfoot name sound like for you? You know, I mean, really, how would They're you know? Hard. They're part ET, you know, so they, who, I mean, they could have any, any kind of name, really. Well, I don't think, yeah, I mean, they're not going to be like Tom, Dick, or Harry, you know. I forgot to mention this the other day, that Dargon was asking where Igor was. Yeah, he'll get back up there. I'm, I, you know, I worry about him up there because. He wants him up there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they attached to Igor? Some of them? Yes and no, um. This particular one is attached to Igor and it's, it's good and it's bad because he's not safe. He's unstable on a good Mm -hmm. day. And yet he loves Igor. And so whenever he wants him to come, Mm -hmm. Igor goes up there and he's had actual physical contact where it's, you know, uh, stroked his face and it's held his hand. And this is something that Igor's dreamed of his whole life. And I'm so happy that he's been able to achieve that goal because he's put, over 50 years of his life, blood, sweat, and tears into this research. So if anybody deserves it, he does. However, I don't trust this thing. I don't (laughs) like the energy it radiates. I, I try really hard to, you know, keep it a calm situation for him. Um, uh, The other one is pretty, pretty nice. Um, He doesn't seem really bad. I, you know, it's kind of like the, the nice kid that hung around with the bad crowd. But um, he, Igor's done amazing things in the research with them. So that's been really good. So he yeah. hasn't gone up there lately. I don't know if this time of year he's going to go. Last I heard, he said he was anxious to get back up there, but I don't know when he will go again. Right. Yeah, I'd love to talk to Igor too. Does I mean, I don't know how, how well his English is, you know. But it's broken be- English. Um, mm-hmm. I'm used to it, so it doesn't phase me. So, you know, I'm kind of skewed on it. He did try to teach me Russian. Again, I can't do well with the English language. So Russian is out of the question. (laughs) I'll learn um, language more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's different when when you know a language. It's one thing. But when you, you can know a language and then when you speak with somebody that it's their language, it's a completely different experience because they talk so much faster than, Mm -hmm. you know, what you're, when you're, when you're learning languages, you, you're, you do it slow, you know? And then when you talk to somebody that speaks the language, it just seems like, oh my gosh, you know, it's overwhelming. When they don't want you to know, well, when they don't want you to know what they're talking about, they'll like in mind speak, they'll talk their language. It's almost like Indian. Yeah. I hear, I hear it all the time. Uh, to and, me, it sounds like gibberish. It's just, you know. Uh, I, wonder like if, I wonder if the Bigfoot, when the ETs created them, if they didn't use an Indian or Indian men and women. It's possible. I know that if you go and you look at the background and the areas, like whatever, wherever your group is at that you're interacting with, mm-hmm. um, and find out what First Nations tribes were around there you'll find a lot of correlation between them 
mm-hmm. and that particular tribe. But then it gets kind of tricky because they portal all over the place. I know. So it's like, you know, you get mixed up anyway. It's like I used in White Cloud, I lived in um, Ojibwe land. It used to be Ojibwe. And so the things that I knew from other people and the Bigfoots they had that were, you know, whether it's Cherokee or Iroquois, whatever, they just did not work the same as what was in my area. They were more, not exactly, but they had more tendencies to be more Ojibwe than the other. Yeah. I think it just, you know, it just depends. You just but hear things a lot are of definitely, people, you hear yeah, a lot things, of people say that there's a lot of, um, a lot of the, <clears throat> the things they say in some of their customs and stuff seem very Indian. Yeah. Oh, That's definitely. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it's like the reason they don't want to, you know, their pictures taken. It's because they believe the camera still, the lens steals their soul, That's which what is I mean. yeah, yeah, very much Native uh, American, but things are definitely wonder. amped up. Like, I don't know what in the world is going on. Things are like, popping all over the place mine's amped up in spirit realm stuff is what mine feels like although i gotta tell you guys a story um i'm not gonna say i'm having a problem for the listeners i'm having a family member i'm not going to mention names um that is having some real serious issues with possession and and some stuff that's going on that this person is just really um has changed and you know, not real stable and just going through some really crazy, almost demonic like actions and things like that. So, um, they were here today and where they park out by the garage, um, when they're here, they, I got home and I came, I walked through, you could smell straight up sulfur right where this person parks straight up Mm -hmm. sulfur. And I just kind of was like, wow, you know, that is something else, like with, you know, some demonic stuff's going on here or something. So then, you know, I just kind of brushed it off and I came in the house and my daughter said, mom, so-and-so um, was here, walked through the kitchen today. And I came downstairs and the whole house smelled like sulfur. She didn't even know I smelled it at by the garage. Oh, wow. I was just like, wow. You know, I told her, I was like, Tress, that's crazy. Yeah. And then I and then that's when the light turned on in the other room. So it was pretty wild. Yeah. You know. I think things are just like really out of whack. I mean, and and we've touched on this briefly, but in other episodes, you know, if you really go back and you trace the energy back, okay, the AI controls the Draco. The Draco in turn controls the Cabal. The Cabal mm-hmm. controls so many parts of our government (laughs) to say the very least most of it probably yeah and (laughs) then you have these reptiles that literally walk amongst us and you know i both pat and i have, have seen different ones walking around just plain as day you know looking like a human but obviously aren't and you have that negative energy that's out there and then a direct result of that is a lot of the hate and the anger and the problems that we're having in our, in our world right now. I mean, not all of it, but it does play into it. Negative energy feeds negative energy. Right. And so like the big battle that the foots talk about and have actively had Pat and I work on, um, it it basically is the same thing that's been being battled for millions of years. Good and evil. I mean, that's as, you know, as easy as it gets. 
but it does. And that dark energy and that negative energy just fuels everything. I think our world is, is now more corrupt and more angry. And I don't think people even realize why they're so angry. I just think they're angry because that energy is what they're picking up. Exactly. Like, uh, you're talking about like uh, dreams, dream state and stuff like that. Um, well, as far as a lot of the work, but I mean, in the everyday life, I mean, you know, when you're awake, when you're asleep, whatever, yeah. people are angry all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They are. And I, you know, Robin, do you, I mean, you, you also know that, I mean, I'm sure you understand that this isn't just reptilian. This is, it seems like from what you people's encounters that they're having they're going through this with even like demons and with even spirits of people well yeah i think but i think that people not that there isn't demonic presences because there obviously there is but i think too we need to point out that just because something is bad or evil doesn't make it demonic that's that is a different entity I always and say that word, of, you know that. Like I, don't I know mean, that. But, I know that. Yeah. That's why I wanted to point that out. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it gets very misleading for people. And people, right. you know, if they think it's a demonic entity, um, like that person that you were referring to, and you and I have, have talked about this at great length, and I've shared some of it with Pat as well. Yeah. Um, what I get on that, it's not actually a demonic from the underworld demonic entity. Okay. No, we both and, picked up it was reptilian. Yeah, it definitely hundred percent. And we know and I where it's said that. I don't know why I always say demonic. It's just a I know it's my generalized term I use for everything. Yeah. You know? But I mean I that's why I wanted to point that out is because yeah. there is demonic presence. Okay. I mean, I had something years ago come out of the woods that was like twenty foot tall, the red eyes, the whole thing that told me it was from the underworld. Oh my and God. it was oh yeah, it was there after me. And fortunately for myself, I was able to get it off me, get it towards, it went back towards the woods and then Archangel Michael took care of it from there. But there are demonic presences. Those, that's a very, very real thing, but mm-hmm. it is not as common as what people think it is. And people get misled because they wow. think just because something is evil or bad, it's demonic. Right. So I just wanted to clarify, those are different things that that's not always the same. Yeah, I guess, I guess I do. Like what I think of Matt or, you know, people think that I think of that I talk to about this stuff. Like when we talk about things in the family and things like that, we always use the word demonic. All of us do. Yeah. You know, well, it's because really demonic is bad. I mean, how much worse can you get other than the, you know, the Dracos and those, believe it or not, even the Dracos aren't demonic. They're just as evil as it comes. I know that's now they're not all winged, are they? The ones that I've seen, yes. Am I going to say they all are? No, I'm not willing to say that because I honestly don't know. Um, I know that there have been some instances that things had the energy of the Draco that Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily see a wing. But from what I was always led to believe, they all have wings. Whether or not that's a hybrid, is that a cross? I don't know. I, I'm just, I mean, I'm not going to tell you if I don't know. And I, and that one, I can't tell you. A normal Draco is roughly like 12, 14 feet tall, winged head of a reptile. You know, they're pretty nasty. And now, how common is it to see them? Or do we ever see them? I do we imagine. ever see them? I have only seen them when they've come at me in dream state. Okay. Um, I'm being realistic. I haven't had one standing in front of me. Thank you, dear God. 
Um, now, if anybody who watches and listens to Corey Good, mm-hmm. I think my own opinion of Corey Good is I think he's very legitimate. I know a lot of people can dispute it back and forth because of some of the things he says. Mm-hmm. To me, it made a lot of sense. Pat was forever watching on Gaia um, Corey Good, and he kept telling me, you've got to watch this, you've got to watch it. And every time I'd go to watch it, something would tell me not to. Okay. And I didn't. So this went on for a couple of years and I had learned a lot of stuff during this time span. And finally one night it just popped in my head. I wanted to watch it. And Pat's like, I've been trying to get you to watch it. You wouldn't watch it. I'm like, now I want to watch it. And everything I saw solidified what I had learned over those two years. So I think, you know, something didn't want me at that time to see it because I had lessons I needed to learn. Yeah. And then they were the ones that told me now I needed to see it. And I'm like getting Pat and he's like, well, you wouldn't watch it before. And I'm like, well, now I'm supposed to, you know, so it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Do you still watch it, Pat? No, no, I, I don't. Okay. I was going to start watching guy. I was seeing. It's pretty something. good. I mean, I've, I've heard some, uh, <clears throat> the account of, uh, this one guy, he was a, uh, he was on a mission. He's attached to the secret space force. And yeah. he said the, uh, the Draco or one of the, the Draco or, uh, reptilians were, uh, bombing a world and he described it and it's pretty, uh, uh, they dropped a huge, he said, they're escaping out of town and they dropped a huge bomb on the, on the town. You're kidding me. Was this, it wasn't, is this on he's our planet or something exact, else? He's describing exactly what he went through. I mean, he mm-hmm. barely escaped with his life. Oh my God. And see, the thing is, is I, I, I you know, I, I talked to E.T., his name is Trailar, mm-hmm. and I talked to him, and he says, "What what's happening is the Earth. They go ahead, and you know the weapons that we got, yeah. they trade with other, you know, like lower worlds that don't that can't use the real sophisticated weapons. So they get Earth weapons and use those. So they trade back and forth the Earth weapons. So there's." Uh, weapons dealers in space now from the uh, the earth so it's it's a big trade-off oh my god guys this is so big it's it well and this only you mean pat and i it's been a complete learning curve i think the last six years because well actually we've been together we've been together eight years we've known each other 10 years now can't believe it's been that long and married six um but it goes so deep. It's like the bottomless pit. Don't you think? It babe? Is. The, you know, and the thing is, is from when it started, it's just gotten, it, it, you go, the deeper you go, the weirder it gets. I mean, yeah. like, for example, my, when I first, first started, you know, like mind speaking and stuff like that, it's progressed. Like I can basically, know exactly what uh someone's saying in like a split second but before i couldn't do that he was so cute the other day because he said to me he's like and and i just want to point this out there's only two people that i can say are probably two of the best 
mind speakers on the planet. One is a very dear friend of mine in Texas, who I love to the moon and back. The other mm-hmm. one is my husband. If he okay. tells me something, says something, I take it to the bank and cash the check on it because he mm-hmm. seldom gets it wrong. He's one of the best I've worked with. And so him and my friend and myself, when we do the work that we do for the Bigfoots or the greater good or whatever it is we happen to be working on, we verify with each other. That's our protocol. If we can't verify it with the three of us, it's, the work isn't getting done. It's just not mm-hmm. going to. And he was so cute the other day because he's like, man, I can't believe it. It's like now all of a sudden I don't even have to hear the words. It's just, I have this knowing of it. Yeah. And I look, I looked at him with this shocked look on my face and I said, everything, you know, it progresses. It just continually progresses. Whatever abilities you have, I promise you that whatever you have, like January 1st, come July, they've enhanced, you know, I mean, yeah. it's a progression. Well, like for, I always tell people like, you know, a lot of people, you know, they'll go ahead and say, well, God, I'm going to take this class and I'm going to spend this much money and they're going to teach me. Don't do that because mm-hmm. basically you have to let this, I let my stuff go naturally and you just don't try to push it. You can't right. force it because it's not going to work. Well, it's the biggest like if thing is believing it too. You have to understand. You that have to, but you're getting like even. Is, you know, you're getting stuff like you're not making it up in your head. You yeah, know, but even like with mind speak, if you try to force it, if you try to like hear really hard, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. It just simply won't. You're going to get yeah, it wrong. You're not yeah. going to be accurate. If it doesn't come on its own, you cannot force it because what happens is your interpretation of it is skewed and it doesn't work the way it's supposed to, unfortunately. Now, you know, then there's times where you are just like, you know, game point. You know, we had um, someone that I knew and Pat eventually met as well. And it was a situation where a child was missing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he was extremely upset. I had talked to this person for quite a while and I had introduced Pat to him and him and he had a child and his child and a friend took off. They're supposed to be home that night. Didn't happen that way. They got lost. And of course, everybody was understandably upset and hysterical because now you've got two children missing And they were teenagers, but -hmm. they didn't come back. And Pat and I were able to locate them. And they were quite a distance away. Um, Remote viewing helped. I was able to pinpoint it. Pat was able to, I mean, we had both talked to the foots and Pat had talked to the foots and got a little bit more um, information from them while I was doing the remote viewing and getting, I mean, we, we were able to locate them. We knew right. what happened. We knew they were okay. We knew what was going on. And between him and I, you know, that was one of those times where I think when, at least speaking for myself, when, when we speak to other things, whether it's an ET, a Bigfoot, whatever situation it is, you know, we always hope that we're getting it accurate and we try to verify it. In this case, I think it's safe to say for both of us, there was a lot more at stake. You know, right. you're talking about two teenagers out in the wilderness in an area, very dangerous. And then we were able to 
find out that there was a crazy person walking around in the woods at the same time, which oh was even, yeah, which was even more concerning than the wow. situation at hand. And I'm proud to say we knocked it out of the park wow. and they were able to get the kids home. So that's amazing. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so sometimes it, it works out good, doesn't it, babe? Well, what, yeah, what you do, like when you want to, let's say, for example, you want to like find somebody or find information. Did they, you know, were they in this area? You just, I always like to say, just do a global and you just go out and then you say, well, you have a picture of the person in your mind. Did you see this person? Usually you get a response. Wow. But I, I want to put this out here too, to be clear. That doesn't mean that it always has this turnout. It doesn't mean we can do it on a whim. I get people that contact me and they're like, well, if you can do all these things, you know, why aren't you saving this person? Then why can't you find this person? Mm -hmm. It's it not, work, an, it doesn't work that way. No, you have to have the cooperation of other things mm -hmm. that can help, <clears throat> excuse me, lead you in the direction you want to go. You know, remote view. Yeah, I can do remote viewing. But there's also, and this makes no sense probably to anybody other than myself or somebody maybe that does it, you know, just because you can remote view doesn't always mean you can. Like I always say, if it's something that you're supposed to be able to remote view and find something or whatever, it happens. If you're not, you at the end of the day, you can't change what is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's yeah. times that I wish I could and I get nothing and there's other times where I'm able to do it and it works out well. Pat and I work great as a team in this stuff. We bring in my friend out of Texas and it's phenomenal. You know, That's the Bigfoots are always telling me it's three points of a triangle and you all work together. Each point can be deadly, you know, but it takes all three points together to do what we need to do. And we do have really good luck. You know, there's some things Pat and I will do on our own, but if, you know, we already know we've already got my friend and we pull her in on most everything. This particular case, it was just one of these things that we found out about it at night. Didn't want to bother her with it, so we just kind of tackled it ourselves. It doesn't always have that great outcome. Yeah. Um, there's a situation, and I think, Tracy, you and I talked about this a little bit. Uh, when I lived in Michigan, and Pat and I had just gotten together at the time, and there was a situation in the northern part of Michigan where a woman had literally been ripped apart. Damn. Literally ripped apart. And I wasn't aware it had happened until after it had happened. And I heard about it on the news and on the internet. And it just had that energy to it where I knew it was from the Bigfoots, you mm -hmm. know, and we've talked about this before. They are a human. They're an ancient human. However, in our people and in theirs, not all are good. I mean, we have murderers, we have rapists, we have pedophiles. They're not any different. So it's not right. just because it's a Bigfoot. And it was basically like a ritual type thing. And the area that they were at, I was able to get some information. You know, I had mine get some information. I was able to, to pull it myself. And they had done this. And from there, the Bigfoots that are good that Pat and I work with, as well as myself, talked to the council. The council took care of it. And that Bigfoot that did that is no longer alive. Thank the good Lord. But, you know, so we don't always get the, the outcome we want. I mean, we didn't mm -hmm. find out about it till after it was all over and done with, unfortunately. And I honestly, I don't know that I could have stopped it. 
Um, right. But I didn't know about it to try to stop it. Wasn't that one working with like a reptilian or something? Not that particular one. No, that was just a clan. And it really was concerning to me because it was awfully close to the college. And that's a problem for me. So um, my friend in Texas and myself did some work. I think, babe, you might have worked on that too. Kind of got that clan moved out of that area. So I think, you know, I haven't heard of any more issues there, but it was very concerning because where this woman was walking was in a path that you follow around and you can actually get near the colleges. Mm -hmm. Talking about uh, good and bad. Okay. So this is kind of in, this is kind of in dream state that what I'm about to say. And I was, uh, you know, you got your zone that's in between sleep and awake. Mm-hmm. And then basically I woke up. I just woke up and I heard uh, <clears throat> clearest mind speak, really clear. And it was somebody talking. And he kept, he said, okay, okay, now you need to say this. And then he said the phrase and like, uh, you know, I'm really, I, I was kind of not going to say that because, you know, of course he wanted me to say it. Mm-hmm. What it was, was a spell. Oh my God. And, and I found out from later on from Wanda, we had talked and we were messaging back and she said, uh, that basically the uh i guess they they took care of him the yeah. uh the council no well the bigfoot took care of him oh, they okay. uh they let me see it what they did to him in dream state oh my god and but was they, it another bigfoot yeah he's the one that put, tried to do the spell and they took yeah. care of him and they they killed him oh my god yeah they their laws, I mean, the way they, they deal with it, like we have jails and we have all this other stuff, you mm-hmm. know, but they don't have that. Now, there have been some that I know of that actually got banished to a cave and been held in a cave for a while. Yeah. Um, but they are physical in a lot of the way they deal with things, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just their culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but there have been times where they've like locked them in caves. You know, we had... Um, a female that we don't even, she was so evil. We don't even say her name. Oh my God. Yeah. I've, I can't even tell you how many uh-huh. years I dealt with that thing. And she was a pure Bigfoot, but she was as evil as they come. And she knew it. And I had gotten her, I actually had her locked in a cave for several years. And she had figured out how to, I mean, they go in spirit form anyway, like they, you mm-hmm. could, you know, they'll walk in a house in spirit form, but I had it, that cave, the way it was sealed, she couldn't get out of it. And she finally figured out a way to like leave her body and she figured out how to get out of there. Anyway, she's no longer with us. Um, wow. We had to resort to some more extreme how measures. Long do they, how long do they live? They can literally in their physical bodies, if they were to just stay physical and not go through the dimensions and the portals and they didn't go into spirit form or whatever, they would probably have a life expectancy that I would think would be comparable to ours. However, because they can go into spirit form and they can go in the portals and the dimensions, when you ask them, they'll tell you anywhere between, 
I want to, I think the one said um, 375 to 500 years old, depending, you know, your ancient ones are even above that sky council goes even farther than that. Right. Yeah. I've always thought that with even our government that, you know, whatever's, you know, in charge down here, they just go from one body to another. Well, they're not, you know, they're not. Our life is, we used to have, according yeah. to the Bigfoots, we used to be able to live four and 500 years. Yeah. That um, we have things added to our food. And I've seen this after they had said this to me, I started doing some digging and I found it on some other sites as well. Um, that's what shortened our life expectancy. The food. And yeah. What what our government puts in our food now, whether that's true or not, I'm I. Well, I don't know. It. Oh, I believe yeah. it too, but that's I, I have no way to prove it. Right? No, but, but you, you know, I had also out. read that they put in, it in there to squash abilities and everything. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, but then I think it's supposed to be in like 2045 or something like that. They're going to supposed to not do that anymore, so people can live longer. I have a very hard time believing that because they've done so many things to control our population. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's where, and of course, Pat knows about this already, but Tracy, you and I had discussed about the Micaiahs. Not all mm -hmm. the Micaiahs were created by the ET. Some were government created and they cut them loose. And, you know, if they kill off a thousand people, that's a, that's, as far as they're concerned, that's a bonus, right. you know? So, right. you know, yeah. there's that as well. It's just this, I mean, just, I mean, sitting down for the new person that's just coming on board to learn about this stuff, it must just be so like, these people are crazy. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. can you imagine? Like, well, if, I think, we're, you know, we're so used to this and they're not at all. No. You know? I think like, even when Pat and I got together um, at that he had already been involved in the big but I mean he didn't get involved in it just because him and I got together he had already had encounters before mm -hmm. but I think and I could be wrong but I think it really escalated after him and I got together oh yeah they joined well, a force getting like when I first met them and Robin helped me under you know remember and stuff mm -hmm. but it was down I used to a fish down in the riverbank when I was a kid. And that's where we I spawned. And I basically blocked all that, or they blocked it because, you know, mm -hmm. I was probably just kind of scared. Mm -hmm. But I had an episode, like when I was younger, I might, I, my, I would shake. And it wasn't Parkinson's or anything like that. Mm hmm. And I couldn't under, you know, that they couldn't understand why it was happening. And the only thing I can think of, you know, looking back and what's going on now is, you know, maybe I saw Bigfoot. Right. Memories. Didn't they, we, didn't they, we talk about that, you and I? Because that's when I had to break the news to you that you had been abducted before. Yeah, the... The, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, babe, by the way, surprise. Yeah, I know. And then I, she helped me remember. And I still remember this. I still remember I'm, the area. And then I look, I'm looking up at the ship. Mm -hmm. And then I remember my kid voice saying, leave me mm -hmm. alone. Wow. 
And I had yep. a dream the other night, and I heard my kid voice say that. Leave me alone. Yeah. You know, Robin, I mean, how he was abducted, though. Because I'm just a weird and freaky person. <laughs> but I mean, did you um, get like, like a, you know, like, did you, did the info? No, I can, it's just, did you know, I get the. plant something in my, my, inside my, my head or something. Yeah. Didn't we just discuss that? And yeah, like, what it, it was, was like is communication like. Communication device. Yeah. For me, I've always been able to. To some degree, you know, like I can do past lives on people and that kind of thing, but um, I don't do it a lot, but I can do it. And oh, I'm when I you for that one, Robin, I know. But when I am around somebody, because I read the energies, certain things are there and it doesn't go away. And then now I'm with Pat, who's my husband. So of course I'm digging even deeper. Mm-hmm. And it, I was just able to pull it. And I'm like, I don't know if he knows this or not. And I, I kind of sat on it for a little while because not because I didn't think he'd believe me because he knows how crazy all this stuff is. And I, I feel like when I do tell him these things, he believes me. And, but it's also, is a person ready for certain memories? Mm-hmm. And so we were just, you know, laying in bed, watching TV, talking one night and, he brought up a few things and it was like, okay, if he's bringing into this, a memory's trying to come through. Now I need to take it one step further. And I'm like, okay, this is really what happened. And, you know, you did see the Bigfoot when you were a kid, you were nine when they saw you, you were standing by, the, you know, by the river and this was going on and that was going on. And, and then, you know, you've also been abducted and it just kind of, you know, evolved. It was, yeah. you know, and you and I talked about this too before, Everybody has somebody that will trigger them. Right. The person that is my trigger lives in Pennsylvania and other people can trigger certain things, but she can trigger me like nobody's business and she knows it. And when I need it, I know I have to reach out and I'll say, okay, listen, I need you to help me. Cause like, I need this info now. Like I don't have, but the thing of it is, is when it's supposed to come out is when it comes out, you can't force any of it out. If it's not supposed to come out, it doesn't matter who your trigger is. You're not getting it out. But yeah. I trigger Pat a lot. I will also, as you and I are actually in the same spot at the same time, it, I'll trigger you. It will. I know it will because I've been told it will. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's just certain people. It, it, it does that. It's not that it's done on purpose. It's not that it's not done. It just, it does it. Yeah. And so, you know, all of us that are really heavy into this at some point in time in past lives and in our current lifetime, have had contact with this stuff. It didn't just wake up and say, Oh, wow, I'm 40 today. Guess what? I'm going to have this happen and this happen and this happen. It really does not work that way. You may not remember it, but it's, if you are involved in this and you are having encounters and you're having all these spirit things or whatever, it's been going on a long time. You just don't have all your memories mm-hmm. yet of it. I am. Uh, and- oh, okay. Go ahead. No, go, no, go babe. Well, Remember we had talked about, I was telling you about, and I still, I I get these sensations and I I feel like I've been in outer space. And then Mm -hmm. I think what happened that did me in was a huge explosion. I see the explosion and, but you had, it was like, almost like a back to the future type thing. I mean, I I still kind of, bewildered by that 
Oh, the other day? Yeah. Remember that? We were talking about, yeah, we were talking. I can't remember how we got on the subject about it, but, you know, there are ET races that claim they're us from the future, which I actually believe because there's all kinds of planes. I mean, we have the plane that we live in. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, from the behind us and forward, and and there's just Mm -hmm. all these levels. It's not just like one thing. And some of these are, like, I believe that there are some parts of Pat that are actually in the future you know, as well as what he has behind. So yeah, it was quite an interesting conversation with all that. Yep. I don't doubt it for a second. Like right now there could be, you know, dozens of us, the same person living in different time or dimensions. I believe that there is, you know, there's been several people. In fact, Pat watched a show on one of them where a gentleman was talking about, you know, as a child, his dad worked in a secret program about that. And his dad would travel into the future or, in the past mm-hmm. and he would take his son with him. Like the, his son actually, I think wasn't it Benjamin Franklin he met or something, but no, it, was George, it was George Washington, George he, Washington. Thank he you. He started talking to him and he's, he told him, he said, uh, if you don't, uh, get out of, I think Valley forge or something, you're going to lose everything. And, and he left and left Valley forge. I think that's what he said. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, like, our world is not what we think it is. and It isn't at can, all. It isn't. And people can say you're crazy, whatever. Well, just everybody knows. Because everybody would say that I was crazy because of the stuff that I knew and the things I experienced, I had tests done to make sure I wasn't crazy. And I'm not. Surprise, surprise. I had tests done, too. I was told I was, I had the highest psychological evaluation this woman ever saw. She said... She had never seen anybody. I missed. I I was off by point one. I went to this one therapist and I said, listen, I'm so sick and tired. This is with my ex-husband of being told that I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I know I'm not crazy. Why is every other asset of my life? I'm perfectly sane, but yet all these things go on with me. And I talked to him for two and a half hours and he said, not only do I believe that you are not mentally unbalanced? Mm-hmm. I believe everything you said. Right. When it comes to all of these things, he said, so if you are what you would consider to be crazy, I guess I am too. You There's know, a I lot mean, of people that have had a lot of encounters for a lot of, of centuries, even. Okay. This There's has gone a lot on for of stuff hundreds of thousands of years. All it's across just, the world. Yeah, you know, and if, if the people that say that that can't open their mind up enough to understand that this is very, very possible and probable, are they're mm-hmm. the crazy ones, in my opinion. Right. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's just, you know, I and I always tell everybody, I'm really sorry. It's hard to digest. I wish I could find a way yeah. to make it easier for you. It is. But I can't. It, yeah. no, it's never going to be easy. And the everything thing of it you've is, ever known is gone. Everything you've been taught is gone. Even about God, every single thing we've been brought up to believe it. is completely just completely. Yeah. The thing been... is, the, the everything like books, uh, history books, all the books, all the um, physics and stuff like that. All of it supports the big lie. Right. Every bit of it. 
Yep. Yeah. It's, conditioning. It's, it is. It's the conditioning that they wanted us to. It's a complete but, form of control and conditioning. But I will say this. Like, I don't, I'm not offended by people unless they get cruel about it. You right. know, then it, then, and I have feelings. I mean, I'm human for the most part. And, you know, so. <laughs> for the most part, I'm human. That's it. Yeah. Pat calls me his little alien baby. Um, yeah. But the thing of it is, is people accept. Yeah. People. What'd you say, Pat? I always tell my wife, I said, you're from another planet. Her mother was an alien. That one ET told Robin she was yeah, her mother. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know? I don't think so. My mom's got I mean, red Robin, hair. And... So I'm like, Robin, I think it probably was actually. I know. It wouldn't surprise me either. I don't even I'm like, she probably implanted your mother with something. You know, yeah, they probably that wouldn't surprise your me mother. because... I, yeah, but, I, it wouldn't surprise me. But so then you my, go to God too, though. Like, like everything we've learned about God, like I'm always asking you and Pat. Like I am still to this day, and we don't have the answers. I know we don't have these answers, but I'm trying to figure out how how the God that we were brought up to believe, you know, fits into all this. And that's the thing: the God that we were brought up to believe. There, there's so much to him and so much more going on that we don't know that's been suppressed from us that, you know, we almost would have, I mean, we're going to have to relearn, you know, so much yeah. about him. But if you look in the Bible, okay. And I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I always had, there's never been a time that I haven't, even when my son passed away, you know, and that would really test your faith. I mm-hmm. never, did I not believe in God because I know in my soul that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the reason my son died and that will be dealt with, but you know, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why things happen the way they do, but that's not my job to understand them. Right. You know, again, I'm not God, but I do believe that the Bible has been rewritten multiple, multiple times by various religions, according to what their beliefs might be. Right. However, if you look in the Bible and I, I'm not one that goes around quoting the Bible, because I just don't know enough about it to do that. But if you look in the Bible, there are UFOs, there are ETs, and there are hairy people. Mm -hmm. You know, yet everybody says, well, you know, the the ETs are demonic, and the Bigfoot are demonic, or they're Mm -hmm. the Nephilim. They're not any of those things. Right. I mean, I accept the people have the right to their own opinion, and I, I have fully respect that. I don't ever want to, you know, I don't, go on podcasts or do conferences or anything like that with the intention of making someone believe anything or asking them to change their opinion. I, that's not yeah, my job. I don't, either. I, I don't either. I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. I simply tell what I know from my experiences, what I've been taught by them and take that information as you will. Yeah. You know, I always tell everybody, it's not my job to make anybody to believe anything. And Quite honestly, if they are not able to understand everything that's going on or believe, if they don't choose not to believe it, there's a reason why they're blocked from believing it. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're not meant to believe it at that time. Maybe they're not mentally ready to do it. I can remember years ago, and this is like back in 2010. And I've known since I was a very small child that there was something important that I was supposed to do for and with the Bigfoot. That it would be something that nobody would ever know that I did, but 
I would be doing it. I mean, Tracy, you know what I'm talking about. So does yeah, that. And I'm fine with that. Like, I don't need credit. I don't need recognition. I know parts of what I'm supposed to do and the rest I'll know when the time comes and parts of it I've already started. So that's fine, you know, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I would go to them. I can remember standing out in the side yard and they're standing out there, you know, by the trees and I'm going, I'm ready now. Like, honestly, I'm telling you, I'm ready mm -hmm. now. Just hit me with it. Let me know what it is. I'm good. And they would laugh at me mm -hmm. and they'll say, we'll let you know when you're ready. We'll let you know when you're ready. And I'd be like, no, but like, I'm ready now. I'm okay with all this. And they'd be, they would just, we'll let you know when it's time. And they did. Hmm. I mean, I know exactly down to the very last second when the light bulb went on, but, and it was incredible. I felt like somebody unzipped my skin and I stepped out of my skin and I stood there and I looked at my friend that triggers me all the time. And I went postal. I mean, wow. I literally tore her a new butt like I've never done to anybody in my life. I was going, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you come find me? You left me in that body, stupid, all these years. I mean, I went off and she's like, just calm down. I did try to find you. Joe and I spent 10 years trying to find you. You know, we tried to follow the energy trail to you. We looked all over Michigan. We couldn't find like, that still works. And I mean, I, I really like I had a meltdown. But the bottom line is, is you find and you learn the truth. When you're supposed to, you just, you can't force it. It right. doesn't work that way. The cosmic stuff just, it gets in the way. Like it's, it's just not cut dry. And I think like when people contact me and I'm sure Pat and Tracy, you probably the same thing. They want it all now, but they can't handle the truth because it's not the time for their truth. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I'm happy to tell them, but. They you probably aren't going to believe it because it may not be their time yet. I know. I know. You get a lot of people that say that. I just had a comment on YouTube the other day. Some guy was like, you know, this, you know, you're talking crazy and stuff. And I was like, no, it just, you know, I don't know what I said back, but it was just like, you just, you know, it's You'll just, you're, it out. yeah, you don't, it you don't happen. understand yet. And you know, right now. Things are really hyped up. Like I've gotten calls and I apologize if any of these people are out there listening. I have got like four people that have asked me for help in the last three weeks and I'm trying to get to everybody. Mm. It's just been, I've had a child moving out. I had friends that have gotten hurt and ill. Pat and I haven't been really sick, but we haven't felt great. And it's just been mm. mass chaos and I am trying to get to everybody. But the people that are like danger take priority that's who I, I help first. So, you know, it, it does yeah. get kind of crazy. And I, I do apologize if I don't respond as quickly as I normally do. I'm working on getting back to normal. Yeah, I've been kind of going through the same thing with people, emailing people back and stuff. I haven't been as great at it because I've just been like up to my ears busy with stuff. Like it's been. That's the thing. <clears throat> and it's one like another. Pat and I especially have just been. It more abnormally crazed than normal. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have too. like you're, I, but here's what the thing is. And I, I hope people understand this. It's not that anybody is intentionally being put on a side or back burner, no. but here's the thing that people need to understand the things out there, the bad stuff, the negative stuff, the negative entities that don't want the people that are trying to help. They don't want us to do these things. They don't want us to help. They don't want to make anybody stronger. They don't want us to help people and make them stronger or have them understand. 
So they create chaos in our lives to stop us from doing what our path is and what we're put here to do. Mm-hmm. And this has been proven, especially with Pat and I, we've for over and over and over again. And this has actually been the worst it's ever been. The hurricane. It's been unbelievable. I will oh. say this though, in spite of all the things that they're throwing at us to keep us off the path that we're supposed to do. Yep. The work, the work is still getting done. It may be killing us, but the it work doesn't is still make getting sense. Done. Does yeah. it? Yeah. They make us sick. They throw all kinds of stuff in our they path. Create, they even, yeah. They even say that they, they, they make it so we don't even find our soulmate. Yeah. When you, when you look at the situation that we're in, it's like, you know, one thing will control another, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that other thing will control another thing. It's just like, mm-hmm. my God, it's almost like it's made made like that, made to order. And right. I yeah. believe that, you know, we're, I'm sorry, but we're being attacked. Constantly. Well, we have been. We have been. I mean, the last three years, the foots have said about, you know, the big battle. It, they've always talked about the big battle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the big battle's coming. The big battle's coming. Oh, well, the big battle has was started years ago. It always has been. It's been a slow uphill climb. The last three years has been extremely intense and it, right. it's ramping up speed. However, the good guys are winning. It doesn't feel like it at all times. God, it but doesn't, they, Robin. But, no, it doesn't. It but that's doesn't, okay. It doesn't. God. Because at the end of the day, light always wins over dark. Good always wins over evil. It's not an easy fight. It seems like it's easier for the the bad than the good, but we win. It just seems like it's gotten so so big that only God himself is going to be able, like he's going to have to be the one that takes this, you know, at this point. He is, but you have to understand God has his army. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of people, more people than come forward, but that doesn't mean they're not there. The good yeah. guys will win. It, it will. That's in the prophecy. I believe that. It yeah, will believe win. That. But it's not always easy to tell that. And there's times, you know, like I said, we've, we've all been under attack lately. And, you know, it's crazy. It's like everywhere we go, there's somebody else that finds Pat or I and are like, you know, this is going on or that's going on. Mm-hmm. And that's good because, you know, that's the path that we're here for. Right. So purpose. that's, yeah. But you it's know, the so- path that's getting us to like, you know, you were talking about in the end, but you know, the good guys will win, but it's like, it's the path to that winning that is so oh, it's not easy. hard. It's not I mean, it's this all. battle. It's, it's this constant every day from morning mm-hmm. till night. And then even in our sleep, we are being constantly attacked. Yeah. And it's, the people, never you know, and there's millions of them. It's, it's certainly not just Pat, myself, you, you know, there's millions of people. We get pulled out in dream state. And I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. I mean, Pat oh, I and I, knee the other day, I knew that was from that. Oh yeah. I couldn't even walk. The thing is yeah. what really, what really is this now? I've got a, I've got, I remember something from Drain Seat. I don't think she told you this, but I saw Robin and I still remember. Is it, they let you remember stuff. That's the mm-hmm. only reason you're seeing it. Okay. And she was, she was standing there. She had her white robe on and then she was pointing her 
her hand and as if shooting something. Okay. Now that was in dream state. I, I remember that. Yeah. But there's a lot that like my knee, I woke up. Uh, I better not say that. Why? What? You're already committed now. Come All on, right. Pat. I, I I woke up. I remember. Okay. I was working. I woke up, and my knee was hurting. I woke up that way. Me too, Pat. Yeah. And then, and then I I went to work, and <laughs> I went on workman's comp. But I'm just saying. Uh, That's what happened to me. I couldn't even walk for days because of my knee. Didn't do anything to it. I went to sleep. Yeah, I know. Okay, you guys. I woke up and my arm got broken during yeah, this day, during the battle. Broken. So I don't. Do you know what? Robin like is the. It, she is the the epitome of the one upper. Every time I send her a heart, I'll tell her I love her. And I send her a heart in our messenger. She's got to send me five back, and then I'll send I, her seven, and she'll send me ten. Oh my god, we go. We have so much fun though. Like we really do. And the thing of it is, is when we all. <laughs> meet up in Michigan. Yeah. What's going to happen? And this happened to my friend in Texas. I went there to visit her. Mm -hmm. And before I went, um, you know, obviously the foots knew I was going. Right. And so they were like all excited. Like they were really geeked up about this. We get mm -hmm. there and it's like I pulled in the driveway and I'm running across the driveway and everywhere you look and I said to her I said I just saw there's one by the name of Christopher I said I just watched Christopher who I've mind spoke with for years and mm -hmm. he always showed anytime I mind speak with them I automatically get a visual of them right and so I already knew what he looked like so I watched him run across the driveway I'm like I just saw Christopher she said what do you mean you saw Christopher I said he just ran across the driveway like in physical form so that wow. night the entire she <laughs> has like 44 acres and there's like the whole acreage is lit up with eye shine. And so I said to the one that I'm really close to, I said, because he goes wherever I go, he ends up finding his way there. And I'm like, how many are here? And he said, well, hundreds came because you two are together in the same spot. Oh my. And we're like, gosh. oh my God. It was absolutely crazy. We're sitting outside and we're watching them throw orbs up in the air, like a baseball, you know, like you just playing catch up in the air. And oh, this was cool. at night. And <clears throat> I had turned the chair around and my back was to the field. And I could feel him coming up behind me. So I took my camera and it, I turned the camera on my, or on my cell phone. So it was like a selfie. Yeah. And I'm like, I can see you. You know, they're like wigging out. Well, the next day we were having so much fun together. Like we were just laughing uncontrollably. When you laugh, not only does it bring your energy level up and your vibration up, it's like a neon beacon. And when any of these paranormal things are out wow. there, it's like this white light that goes straight up to the universe and they can find you. Is that true? Yeah, it is very oh, true. Oh, God, I'm and always laughing and carrying on. I That's know, crazy. me too. Oh, no. So her and I are laughing uncontrollably. And my friend from Pennsylvania calls and said, what in the world are you guys doing? <laughs> and I said, we're having a blast. And she said, tone it down like now. I said, why? number one, why do you even know this freak? And she's yeah. like, because, and she's explaining about this beacon thing. And I said, okay, so what's the problem? Well, I've had some of the bad stuff has been trying to kill me since I was a little kid. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. I have an X on my back to stop me from the things I'm supposed to do. And I know this and they've played like hide Robin most of my life. I'm like, you know how they have the the cups with the balls under it and you're moving the cups all around so they can't find the ball. Yeah. So, and she's like, everything can find you. Okay. I just found, yeah. And she's like, I don't care what you think of, think of the most depressing thing you can think of, but you have to shut it down like right now. Well, in the meantime, that morning, the foots were acting like they were mad and we couldn't figure out what was going on. And it was because they were having a meeting. All of them were gathered having a meeting because her and I were having so much fun and laughing so hard. We were causing attention because it was this big, like bacon thing. So then our friend calls and she's like, shut it down now, shut it right now. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, I didn't know any of this, you know, yeah. She's like, you're binking. They call it binking. You're binking too loudly. Everything can find you. And now you put yourself in danger and da, 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 da. All that oh made us God. do was laugh. We laughed so hard. We were crying. And I'm like, okay, uh, now uh, you've just done the exact opposite because we're now we're binking too loud. Yeah. We're having a meeting because we're binking. And <laughs> that is hilarious, though. Oh, it was awful. It was just awful. We couldn't calm it down to save our soul. We laughed until we cried. It, it was just awful. So what's going to happen is when we get you in Michigan, we're going to be oh, binking no. up a storm like oh, between me, you and Pat. It's going to look like an eclipse. We yeah. need to get everybody together, like get a, get a bunch of people with abilities all together, man. They'll all be there. Oh, yeah. They'll we'll all be, be taken like... out in one time and the darkness will take over. That's what I told you. We'll be on the woods hiking. You'll have me out there and we'll both get zapped or something. I know. We'll so be looking at each other going, what the hell happened? I don't know. Well, I keep telling you, you know, I haven't gotten zapped yet. Knock on wood. But my day's yeah. coming, I'm sure. I, I, can't, there, I can't think of a single reason why I haven't gotten zapped. I've had Do people you... standing next to me get dropped to the ground. Yeah. I, yeah. I've had people walking with me get put on the ground. I have not gotten zapped. And I don't want to be zapped. Let I wonder make that why clear. they're so protective with you. Like they're so they, and I know why. I, I think I know why. But it's just yeah, it's so crazy. It. Yeah, I just think it's yeah. so crazy. Like how they, you know, like they're so they're selective with, you know, do they ever do they ever go out into the woods and like if a child or a person is lost or a person's like in danger, do the good ones ever like portal or or come oh, in yeah. and, and protect yeah. them? Okay. They will. Yeah. The really the laws of their people are they aren't interfere aren't to interfere yeah, with our us. Right. But that doesn't mean that they don't, you know, like they've saved my life four times. We know that they've saved Pat's at least once because he almost died last December. Yeah. And he was in bad shape and we didn't know if he was going to live. And I came home from the hospital and I was talking to our friend on the phone and letting him know the status on Pat and they're pounding the living crap out of my Jeep, just pounding yeah. on it. And I'm like, I was mad. I was like, why are you here? You need to be there. Like, I need you there. Fix this. Okay. You have to fix this. Number one, he busts his ass for you guys every day of his life. So fix it. Number two, if he dies, I'm going to be a mess, which means I can't do the things that you think I can do because I will be dead. Right. Okay. So these are all these reasons. Fix this, you know, and he called me like within 30 minutes and he said, I don't know what's going on, but man, my sugar level's normal and things are better and I'm feeling great. And I'm like, yeah, Thank you guys. I mean, I was working on him from home and the foots were working on him. So we got lucky. Thank God. I you was always able to help me. When I did. 
I always call Robin or message her and say, Hey, I'm not feeling good or something's going on. And she, you know, she always does like, you know, your healing and it, it does help. Yeah, it it does. mine always it takes a couple of minutes though. It doesn't, it's not, I don't know what that is. It's always like, it's not like an immediate, it's like within about five minutes is what it usually takes. Yeah. Now my know? friend in Texas, she, her and her husband, it generally kicks in right away, but it just, everybody's different. And I think yeah. too, it has to do with your vibrational level. Right. Um, it has to do with your mindset. You know, some people it works great on some people. It doesn't. Um, I had a very dear friend, God rest his soul, that when he was dying of cancer, um, it was his time. I can't, at the end of the day, I can't change what's supposed to happen, but I was able, the morphine didn't work. None of the pain mm -hmm. meds worked. And so when he would get really bad, he would send me a text and just random whatever button he could actually have enough energy to hit. And mm -hmm. when I saw it was him, then that was my cue that I needed to get the pain level under control. And I would keep working on him till he'd text me back and he'd say, I'm okay now. Oh my God. And so I felt incredibly blessed and honored that I was even able to assist with him in any way, shape or form. So that was one of those moments that I'm so incredibly grateful for, you know, that I was able yeah. to do that. Um, it just like with Pat, when he got sick last year, he was laying down and I was actually talking to my daughter on the phone and I said, yeah, he's still not feeling good. You know, he just feels really tired, but he doesn't look good. And he's laying down right now. And she's like, well, you scanned him, right, mom. And yeah. I do medical scans on people all the time. I know why something had to have, this is what I believe. And I, I could be wrong, but this is what I believe. I think something wanted him gone because if he's gone, then I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Of course. I'm not going to be able to help anybody. He can't help anybody. He's excellent right. at what he does. Together, we make a good team. And so if you take one of us out, you're pretty much taking both of us down. Right. And I think something blocked it from my mind to scan him because I do that for a lot of people. And he was the one person I didn't scan. And I still to this day have that regret that I didn't do it earlier. And she said, well, did you scan him? And I said, no, I never thought to scan him. That's really weird. I didn't think to scan him. And she said, mom, scan him. So I did. And I was like, oh, my God. So I went in. the. I said, I got to go. I got to get him to the hospital. So I, I opened the door. And he was already waking up. Mm -hmm. And I just looked at him. I said, you're going to the hospital. It's your sugar. And he's he knows me well enough that if I say that, there's no point in arguing with me, yeah. even if I'm wrong, because I've already got it in my head. That's what it is, you know. And I got there, they did not want to even look at his sugar because he walked in on his own and they talked to him and he talked back. Yeah. And I'm like arguing with them and I made him go get the triage nurse. And she's like, well, you know, you have to stay out here due to COVID. I'm like, no, I can tell you what he can't. And, you know, then they wanted to do his blood pressure. And I yelled at this poor woman. I'm like, it's not his blood pressure. It's his sugar. And she says, is he diabetic? I said, no, he's been tested three times in the last year. No, he's not diabetic, but he is now. How does that happen? How do you just I, boom become but diabetic? I don't understand. <laughs> that, you know, they let That's me go. Into, they let <laughs> me go into triage with him, and when they checked his sugar level, it wouldn't register. And so they sent us back out in the waiting room, and they came out and said the doctor's going to see him instead. And then they wouldn't let me go. Yeah. And I'm like, fine, but have the doctor call me. So he called me, and the very first thing he said to me was, "How did you know?" And I said, "How did I know what? Is he okay?" He said, I want to know how you knew it was his sugar. Yeah. Well, what am I supposed to tell him without getting locked up in a padded cell? 
you know, and I'm like, it was just a hunch. He said, good hunch. Three more hours, he'd be dead. I just can't believe Pat went from being tested three times in a year to just boom, severe diabetic. I've had like waking up. This is like a, uh, not a sleep thing, waking up, but just, just a random thing. And it was a reptilian or, uh, in my mind, stating that he's going to kill me. Yeah. And then the three, uh, I call them midget ETs that I woke up. I saw him. I said, we're going to get you. We're going to kill you. Wow. I mean, I'm sitting there. What did I do? It's just I you're mean, alive. You're, yeah. Yeah. Really. I mean, really, I must be doing something pretty uh, awful in dream state to him, you know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's what I yeah, hear but- like that too i hear things you know like the other night i was in my bedroom and and um i just was sitting there watching tv and i was kind of looking down writing and i felt something around me to my left side it was kind of walking around my room and it was it was it was you know you can just feel it and i heard it say you know that it wanted to destroy me and i was like i just ignored it i just kind of chuckled and just kept writing i was like whatever and I told <laughs> that's you what i do i just like, whatever. told you how to what to do yeah, what, what should I? Once you get to Michigan, we're gonna sit and practice. I didn't do I that know. with Pat. When we I just, I just shrug together. them off because I know I'm God's warrior. I'm like, I'm, I have God on my side. So you guys are. Nothing you do, but you have to understand something, and and we've talked about this before. I know. You know, God is always going to be there, and God is can destroy anything. But if you're not going to help yourself, don't expect Him to. I know. You I know? just feel like. I mean, I don't. I guess I just, yeah, I guess maybe I get a little cocky with it. You know, I'm just like, you know. No, but I do the same off. thing too, because I'm like, you okay. Know. It's like I bubble, you know, I bubble everybody and I do all these things. Yeah, yeah. You think I'd ever once remember to do it to myself? I, I never I remember. Forget. Never. Yeah. When I had the ET standing next to the bed and they had me paralyzed and they put that thing over my head and I couldn't breathe. And the thing was alive because it had tentacles wiggling all over the place. And I'm like, I couldn't make him get to Pat who was laying next to me asleep because I couldn't speak. I couldn't move. And I'm thinking, this is really good. You know, you, all the stuff that you've done and now this is how you're going to go because you were too stupid and you've never had yourself bubbled. You've never had yourself protected. And yeah. you know, the foots are always out there guarding, but apparently somebody's sleeping on the job or is, you know, out at the movies because here we are. And I finally just, I shot on her. I mean, didn't, you don't have to move to be able to shoot it out of your entire body right and when i did that took him out that took care of it and immediately remember, the thing was off my head remember i was up in the bedroom and up in ryan and kate's room i was sleeping up there and yeah, this is before so, they were living here this is so funny and i was like talking to wanda like i was texting her on uh, messenger and stuff like that and i physically heard something crawling up the freaking side of the house yeah <clears throat> and it was but the kids have was, heard it up there doing it too yeah it was the et i think and then this is so funny she goes wanda writes down she goes she goes what are they doing were they on a coffee break and for the listeners i want to say you guys would be shocked if you saw the pictures out there and the, the, just the photo, the images, the captures of ETs, 
Like yeah. if you, if we, if people really realize what there is around them at all, almost at all times, it's somewhere. I wish we had a you way know? to show some of the photos. Like, you know, we've got the one right outside the garage door, a triangular mm-hmm. shaped craft above the house, a portal underneath of it and this creepy head coming out of it. It's like, you know, well, no, I usually there. put, I put one of the photos in the heading. I always use one of your, like if I'm doing a podcast with you, I use one of your photos that you sent me like relating to what we talked about so you know if you have anything in mind tonight send it to me you can put the one you know i sent. okay i'll send you the one again of the craft and the portal with the head you can put that one on this one okay yeah yeah i mean um, it is it's it's pretty creepy like yeah yeah you know and most of the time the guards do really good i mean i will say this and god knows you know we've got Brownie Shadow and Blackie, they are the best of the best of the best. I Pat love and I, I, Something I about Brownie. I'm such a soft spot for him. I know. He's the best. And No, honestly, I, when you sent me his picture last night, I my immediate reaction. That picture was, I sent I you. I knew it was him. I was like, as soon as I saw his face, I went, oh. And I was like, that's got to be Brownie because my whole heart just melted. Yep. And, okay, then, and so, then you said it was Brownie. I was like, I knew it. That picture <laughs> I sent you. A good friend of mine for Christmas had that put on a metal tumbler. Oh. And oh. I got it yesterday. I cried like a baby. I'm not even going to lie. That is so cute. I know. I was going to put shadows on it, but there's so much foliage back there. Like, you can clearly see. Oh, I'm going to get some more. Him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to. Yeah get some other ones made as well but yeah it's pretty cool we've got some weird ones he's and- precious though he, he just he has a sweet face i that's what i told you i told you to tell him i said he was handsome yeah he's a riot yeah. he's anxious to get back to michigan i think yeah you know yeah. my guys are the ones here like i said i like them they've been good i'm gonna miss Lurky because i've watched this little boy grow up and so yeah. that's gonna be you know well can't they come in they'll come visit I'm gonna the, move. Uh, what's up here from Michigan? Call what's up here? They call them the others. Do they? Yeah. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Well, the culture is a l- little bit different. Yeah, I they're mean, different. But yeah, I mean, saying, Robin, it's almost like the ETs swept in and like they just they picked up tri like a tribesman, you know, here and then went to like yeah, this is all across the world. Me. It you know, like all across the world, like in China, they might have picked up, you know, a Chinese, you know, man, or yeah. just a Chinese, Chinese man, you know, or whatever. But, you yeah. know, just it's like they just picked out. But there's just so much Indian link, to, like it's like this linkage to Indian stuff with our, you know, with ours. So yeah. it's, it's interesting there. I was going to tell you guys, when we were talking about the house in that bedroom. OK, so my son-in-law was looking because he had been outside the one night and there was the ET across the driveway. He was like popping his head up and down behind this bush. And so he had called me outside and we were looking at him and I walked, actually I walked over towards the bush and then he ran in the back in the woods. Mm-hmm. But, um, and my son-in-law's like, mom, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, he could do something. I'm like, no, he's all good. And so he had the, our night vision goggles on or uh, binoculars. And he was looking up above the house. He's like, there are six ships up there. He's like freaking out. So anyway, he went on Google Earth and did a thing of the house. And honest to God, like if I had not seen this, I would not have believed it. It looks like an emblem on our roof. 
and it's oh. not built into the roof. It looked like some hologram emblem on our roof. And he come down and he got me and he's like, I swear they've got your house marked because other times, wow. on Google, other times on Google earth, you won't see it. But when they're around, you'll see that emblem on Google earth. It's really creepy. Like I was really just astounded, but Pat used to go up there. Um, if I was doing a podcast or if he was going to do a podcast or whatever, and he had fallen asleep up there. I think you were up there with Cody, weren't you? I don't she was know. Like, yeah, I think you're up there with Cody and Cody had fallen asleep. That's our grandson. And okay. Pat's like, there's something climbing up the side of the house. And it's not uncommon for the, the youngsters, like the Bigfoot kids, to climb yeah. up on the roof. It's ridiculous. I mean, they climb up the big pine trees on the side of the house. They jump on the roof well, and they're running all around like hooligans. So at first we kind of thought it was that, but this was like scaling up the side. I can't believe they can do that. Well, well, it definitely felt like it was ET and Ryan and Kate have noticed it up there now and then too. But I did, there's this, what? Go ahead. No, you're fine. Well, yesterday, remember the shapes, uh, the octagon shapes that we saw? Remember? Yeah. Yeah. They reappeared again in the bedroom. This started when we first moved in. It's lucent. I saw them. They, you could see I right would through. be laying in bed, and all of a sudden, the entire walls look like a honeycomb. Right. It was really, really bizarre. Like, it wouldn't be there, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, be, it would just, just show appear. Up. Be out yeah, here and it in would, the living room? Yeah. And how, all how walls, big was it? How big is it? All the walls. Like every section. Shape. No, it was all these miniature octagon shapes. Each yeah. octagon shape was probably eight inches in length. But okay. it covered every wall. It covered yeah, the ceiling. The yeah. It, it was like we were in this bubble of, of hundreds and hundreds or something. Who yeah, knows? of octagons. And it would come and go. It wasn't always there. I mean, sometimes it wasn't there for weeks. Then all of a sudden it would be there every night. And it it was just crazy. Like, it it never would end. I mean, it was bizarre. It was like being in, you know, what you would consider like a matrix type thing. It was crazy. It's been a while since I've seen it. I was telling Tracy, like in Reed City, I saw that huge uh, doorway on the side of the road. That's crazy, Pat. Reed City, Reed City Tell, was full of yeah. Pat just... and I were going down this road. It's called Six Mile Road. Mm-hmm. And we there were a ton of Bigfoots in there. And we used to go over there and take them gifts and visit with them and stuff all the time anyway. But we were going down the road. And at the time, I had been helping manage a bed and breakfast. And it wasn't time for me to be to work or anything. We're driving down this road and all of a sudden something told me it needed me to stop and walk out in the woods, which I get that a lot. 90% of the time, they just want me to do a blessing, push energy, whatever. So I pull off the side of the road and Pat's like, what's going on? I said, I have no idea. They want me out there. So I get out, I walked out there and it was like, I went in between. And of course, this is the woods. There's trees everywhere, but there was these four trees. And it was like a square. I walked in it and it was like, I walked in that square and everything lit up. And it was like, I was in this glowing 
wired box. It's like the only thing I could think panel. of. Yeah. And I was like, what in the world just happened? And I saw all the foots in the distance and they are all standing there and they're watching me out over this big group of brush. And I was trying to get hold of Pat and my phone wasn't working. And so I walked out of it. It didn't keep me in it. I walked out of it. I walked back to the vehicle and I said to Pat, I said, honey, you got to check this out. Like, I know I'm not crazy. I, this is new. Like, this is a new mm -hmm. twist. So we walked back out there. I walked in it and it lit up again. And he, I think you saw it, didn't you? No, I, I remember that day. I didn't see anything. You said you yeah, walked but, through Yeah, something. and I, okay. So I was standing in there and I was describing to him everything I saw. Yeah, you were. Said you saw a control panel, light, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, it was crazy. And so if you were inside of a craft? No, I, it could have been. I don't know what it was. It was like I walked inside of it, and all of a sudden, it looked like what would have been the shape like of hot wire around the bottom, only it glowed, like right. a greenish glow. And then it looked like this giant control panel. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I look over, and the foots are standing you know, behind this hedges and Pat, I look over and he's standing on the other side and I'm like, good Lord, I don't know what this is. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Right. Right. And I was in there for a couple minutes and I left and then we got in the car and it felt like we were literally gone like five or 10 yeah, I minutes. Know. It, was a, it was a time warp or something. It, it had to have been because my boss called at the time. This was years ago. And yeah. He called and he's like, are you planning on coming in? And I said, what are you talking about? I'm not doing for an hour. He's like, you're 45 minutes late. I mean, oh, Pat wow. and I literally thought we were gone for 10 minutes and had been over yeah, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. You I don't hear this a lot. Do you remember that a lot? Do you remember when in the woods with Lauren? Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I told her about that. Yeah, we go in and there. And all no, of a sudden you said you saw the helicopter. It's that area. Oh, and that then, one? Yeah. And then I saw the energy waves on the ground. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is this, just, it, this is just so fascinating. Like, this is what I mean, been, though. We've like, been into some weird crap, haven't we? Well, this <laughs> is what I mean, guys. Like, honestly, when you hear people tell you stories like this, and then sometimes you'll hear somebody tell a story again, like if they don't, they forget, like Rob and I were talking about earlier about, you know, you know, telling stories like, you, a, you know, a couple times. Truth. You don't change. Like, there's no details that have changed. Like you can tell when somebody's telling you something from a memory, or when they're telling you something that just doesn't sound right. And there's just, I mean, my God, these shows you get on, you know, these podcasts like Vic Cundiff show. These people aren't making this stuff up. Check you know, this out. is this is these are memories. Check this out. So, <laughs> me. Robin and Lauren, we get in her car, truck, and then we <clears throat> we go deep into the woods. I mean, like, not just, like, by the road. We are, like, in the freaking sticks. Mm -hmm. And so Robin got out of the <laughs> – she got out of the, uh, the truck, and didn't you tell me you heard – a bunch of stuff just like heading toward you. Yeah. But I, I looked over on the, the side over there and I saw something and it was like a walking flashlight. I'm not kidding you. And it, it came, it was that treetop level. It came down and then 
it shined its light and it looked around and then it turned off and I never saw it again. Just weird stuff like that. I have no idea what it was. Yeah. It was just crazy. There's so much the encounters. Like this is even like, I keep wanting Robin to get into her stories and Pat, like the paranormal, the spiritual stuff that we run into a lot and yeah. we never, you know, we, we have to cover all that too. There's just, there's so much and the encounters continue almost like on a daily basis, it's you know, it's so weird. Like, and you don't even know half the time what they are, you know, like what's going on. You just I mean, can yeah. tell what witnessed, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll follow, like they'll follow me to work. And the biggest thing I think was, was when I went to, when I was at Schindler, I mean, I was there alone a lot of times and, They'd come in there and, you know, you know, because there's nobody else in there. It was, a, mm -hmm. you know, they thought, you know, I was the only one in there and they'd come in and they want me to open portals, which I can't do. I mean, well, they think you can, though. Well, they think I could. I mean, but no, but you could probably can. They'll, yeah, but they'll get hold of Pat and, and they'll want her to do it. Yeah, because I can do it. And so, yeah, I had done some work. This is so stupid because I, if anybody that actually knows me, I don't feel like I'm an ego person. Like I don't have enough confidence to have an ego. No, you're not. Um, you're not like that. And so I did some work for the Bigfoots because I was asked to, and everything kind of, according to them, changed after that. Yeah. So some of them will still come up and talk to me directly. A lot of them will. Some of them say that it goes against protocol. They have to go to Pat and Pat has to go to, yeah. Then it huh. has to go to me and I have to give permission for them to talk to me, which is ridiculous. They can't, but, yeah. they, they, they say they can't talk to you because of your, your status, I guess. Yeah. But I, what is my status? Like, yeah, that's I mean, that like if we just only no, knew hey, part hey, of hey, what wait, they wait. know. No, tell her, tell her about that one time where, you saw yourself laying down somewhere, right? Remember that? Which one? You're laying <laughs> like, which one? Which time, Pat? No. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're laying down. You said you, they said they gave you an, uh, a promotion or Yeah, something. and I'm like, <laughs> remember that? They did. It was crazy. And I'm like, what are you talking I mean, about? You got it promoted, didn't day. even know you did. I know. And they did. And they told me this. And I was like, I don't That's even funny. know what I did that I got promoted. I mean, I'm a, here's my thing. My status is this. I'm a puppet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just puppet. like, uh, you guys use status. me for whatever you need me for. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, really, there is no status, but, you know, occasionally I, I, I get the little leg up, but not a whole lot. I don't have, like yeah. I said, I don't have enough, I don't have enough confidence to have an ego. That's something I don't have time for. Well, no, we're all just trying to figure all this stuff out. Like it, and it's just, it you know, it's, and, it's so it, crazy. It really and we'll is. probably never figure it out, but it sure is fascinating. You know, probably somebody sitting around pulling strings. Hey, here, do That's, that. Yeah. Dance, dance, you know, <laughs> we just talk about stuff and see if we can figure anything out or just compare stories and, I mean, what do you do? It's like, God, there's so much going on. There's how do you even well, begin? It's like, you the know, one that, that came up and said, you know, I came in the middle of the night and I mean, I went to bed. It was a normal night. Went to bed. Next thing I know, I'm standing in the front yard and there's this foot standing there and he put his hand on my arm, my lower arm. And he was very kind. Oh, he yeah. had the sweetest eyes of anything I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Like it was so comforting. 
I can remember feeling his red oh. hair brush up against my wrist. And he said, he told me, he says, we're going to take you. And what? I said, excuse me. Yeah. I said, excuse me. He says, we're going to take you. And I said, what do you mean you're going to take me? And he was speaking through MindSpeak. And yeah. he showed me an image of them putting me over his shoulder and going up into these mountains and through the woods and everything. And I said, you can't do that. I physically, I'm not like you. Like that yeah. would kill me. I, I have so many health issues that for that, that would oh my God, I would be I know. And I remembered it the next, I remember standing next to the car. I remember the whole conversation. So the next oh day I woke God. up and I'm like, like, they just can't be doing that. And I'm telling Pat, I no. said, this is insane. Like I've always done everything they've asked me to do. I have the right to say no, Oh my but God. you know, I'm like, this is insane. And so we're talking to him and they told Pat that if he tried to stop them, he would kill them. What? And I, and I'm like, what yeah, is so, yeah. so I, t we talked to them and I said, listen, I will go where you need me to go. I, I don't, I always have like, why are you being forceful now? Because you've never yeah. had to before. And it was because it was really important the work that they needed me to do. And so I, I did do it. I told them, I, I made the agreement with them that I would be there when they said, and, and I would do it. Yeah. And they said that was, they agreed to it. Um, it was something that needed oh to be done. God. It wasn't, I wasn't fearful of doing it because what they needed me to do, I found out after I got there and it was necessary. And I am honored that they chose me to do it. And it that's worked out very well. That's the time where uh, the, we ever the hated the government. That was it. We're yeah. They put us in a portal. We, we were portal. driving we were driving and as we were driving, it was like we drove into this portal because all the buildings vanished, all the cars vanished, the people, the town, everything. All you the saw was car just... that was ahead of us was gone. Yeah. So Pat, you were with her. Yeah. He was driving. The... And oh, I'm driving. like, Pat, everything is gone. Stuff. I've heard and... of people running into this stuff. Well, it was, was driving. because as we are on our way there, um, we knew that we were being followed by the government. We knew mm -hmm. it. We, I felt it. The foots kept talking about it. And so we knew, you know, that was the thing. We were aware of it. And then all of a sudden we're in this portal and it lasted. And I said to Brownie, I said, okay, what do we do? What do we do? And he's like, just keep driving. You're fine when it's safe and we've got you hidden, then we'll let you out. And I'm like, okay. And eventually they just let us out, you know, and we didn't get bothered by the government oh. again until we got up in the mountains. And then of course I got wow. shot at, but, um, this you know, it was one of those cool. things that we did what we needed to do. Um, yeah. I is opening, I had to open Vortex, release Ancient Ones, you know, bless graves, release souls, that kind of thing. Clean the, the, the woods and, you know, heal the earth and build barriers, that kind of thing. But that's see, all. It was just see, a we day's work up, for Robin, that's all. Went up yeah. in the mountains there and they, they, they had uh, wrote on the stone and exactly what happened mm -hmm. and what happened was they showed it and a missile the government shot a missile in their caves and yeah. they just it was totally it was pretty bad the area yeah but then they said at the end of it they said i was supposed to go up to this one boulder put my hands on it was going to release more ability so i go up to the boulder and i'm thinking i'd really rather not because where it was at there you know a lot of rattlesnakes and that kind of thing and I'm sitting there with my hands on these boulders out in the woods and I'm like, don't feel any different, but okay. We get hat and I'm driving now. Pat and I were taking turns driving and we're driving home 
And all of a sudden, everything hit at one time. I got like I was flipped upside down. I mean, I it freaked me out because I couldn't balance myself. I lost all my equilibrium. So I had to pull off the side of the road so Pat could drive. And we're driving down the road. And I'm like, we're going to crash. We're, we're totally going to crash. He's like, yeah, no, yeah. we're not going to crash. I'm fine. I'm driving. I'm like, no, the car's flipping upside down. And everybody's like, no. And I'm like, okay. And wait, I told no, him, wait. I said, this is a boulder. that Because <clears throat> if you go back to the missing dis- and the disappearances with people, a lot of them talk about boulder fields. Yeah. There's energy in boulders. They're I can tell. An energizer battery. Yeah. Are they, a, are they a portal, the, Robin? They also talk um, about the stairways. Uh, well, they're Robin, are, the boulders, are the boulders a, a, a portal, too? No. I mean, I don't, I personally don't think a boulder's a portal. I think it's just an energizer battery that they can use to do, they can use them to open a portal. I mean, they can okay. use them for anything. Okay, know. that would make but sense. But now, then. we were talking, and I'm going to have to get off the air here in a minute because I've got to be on another podcast. You and Pat can continue to talk, however. But I was going to say one thing. We were talking about all these paranormal things with the ETs. Years ago, I started having a problem with my ear um, mm-hmm. and my left ear. And most of the time, it was perfectly fine. Other times, it would just start oozing. And I was like, why? And I would go to the doctor, no inner ear infection, no nothing. So finally, the foots at the time, I was removing a lot of implants that the government were putting in them. And I was getting them out and doing things for them. And finally, one of them said, you have an implant in your ear. We can't get it out. So I tried to get it out as well. I couldn't. And what I've noticed is every time the flipping ETs are around, that thing hums and it starts draining. So I think it was last weekend, not this past weekend, the weekend before that, um, I was helping a friend of mine at her, at the flea market. I was just sitting up there visiting with her. and. Yeah. I got so discombobulated, like it literally, I had no equilibrium again. And I called Pat and I said, I got a big problem. Like, I don't even know if I can drive home. Like, it's that bad. I can hardly walk. I'm walking into walls. Everything is all upside down. And my ear is draining like crazy. Right. And I'm like, I know they're around. You know, I've tried to get it out. The foots have tried to get it out. It ain't coming out. It's just not going to do no, it. I don't think they come but, out once they put them in. No, but I do know that when it, it's heavy with UFOs, when the ETs are around a lot, it's almost like they must track me or something with it because I don't notice any other changes other than the drainage. Yeah. It's just, it's really, really yeah. bizarre. My God, this is just unreal. All right. Well, you two, I'm going to have you guys on again. Um, maybe in a couple weeks, because I want to hear some more stuff. Okay. There's so much to talk about. You know how uh, to find us. Constantly. <laughs> we even have our own special little messenger site together yeah, now. I, three I of set us. up the chat. It's called you should the just cool put everybody kid. on there. Put Duke on there and everybody. <laughs> I know. Well, Duke yeah. can't because Zuckerberg said he was a bad boy and won't let I know. I would have Duke He has agreed to do your show. Yeah. And so you and I will get together maybe tomorrow night if you're not too busy and we can yeah. figure out a time. He said, just let him know. Uh, shout out to him. Today's his birthday, 60 oh, years old today. Happy birthday, Duke. Yeah. He's another <laughs> one that I knew in another lifetime. He was my kid brother and he was as annoying as all get out when he went in that particular lifetime. Now he's older than me. Yeah. But yeah. he's still annoying. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have him on the show. I really yeah, am. He, he's a trip. Yeah. But um, he is yes, a pill and a half. 
But I want to do this again with the three of us. This was fun. Oh, Although definitely. Pat, Pat, I'm sorry. We we chatter so much over you. You know, Pat's so laid back. He's like, he's just so, so calm and laid back. It's like, Pat, are you still on there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. he's a good guy. And the foots just love him. I know. He is a good guy. All right. Well, I am. Um, he's going to have go. his hands full with both of us. You know that, right? <laughs> I know. I know. I feel sorry for him. Poor Pat. I know. No, okay. We're going to be too busy making all kinds of neat, creative stuff and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So he won't even think, yeah. he, he won't even notice it. He'll be, he's good with it. He's yeah, good with well, it. He's excited, aren't you, babe, about Tracy yeah. coming with us? Yeah. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot. We have so much You're we're doing. To talk to. I mean, like, yeah. I, I will admit, like, I've been on other podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of them, you know, you just feel like you've got to produce, you know? Yeah. But I, I, I just have an easy time talking with you. You don't I appreciate get that, that impression that, you know, oh, come on, produce, you know, produce, you know? Yeah. No, I don't. I just want, you know, and I'm not, it, it's, you know, I'm not trying to, like Robin said, we're not trying to convince people stuff or anything. I just, no. you know, it's, I just like to talk. I like to, I like to have conversations with people. You know, it isn't really, to me, it doesn't even feel like it's a show. It's just that we're having, no, it's just having a conversation. Fun. Yeah. This really isn't any different than what we do seven nights out of the week. Exactly. Right? You yeah. Well, you know, I mean, seriously, we yeah. just get on the phone and this goes on for days and days and then. You always yeah. will be like, well, is this something we can say on air? And I'll be like, yes or no, you know. I know. Um, yeah, I'll be, I know. Robin's always like, no, we can't say this. I'm like, darn it. I wish we could. I know. There's, <laughs> there's know? certain things that out of the respect yeah. for the yeah. people involved, I just. Yeah. Or even I, the you know, that tr they've told Robin oh, she's yeah, not allowed those, to say. Yeah. No, you can't tell them that. You can't tell them that. Like, they're okay yeah. with me. I, like, I can spill my guts to you. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But there's only certain things that are allowed to like go public. Like, you know, yeah. I get a lot of people that say, are you going to write a book? Well, yeah, there's actually two books that I need to write, you know, <laughs> one on things that the public can know about. And then there needs to be a book on things that really the public, it can't go to the public. It needs to go to whoever carries on after me. Right. Right. And if nobody carries on after me because they've already got their own replacement for me, then just bury the book with me. Yeah. You know, and be done with it. But I, I've yet to get it done. Don't and say that, Robin. Some of you robbing your grave. Yeah, no, I'm getting cremated. I don't get I'm claustrophobic. Oh, Nobody's putting me in a me grave. Me too. I'm just saying, well, yeah. like, you've I'm cremated. claustrophobic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too claustrophobic. Sprinkle my ashes out in the woods. And I'm the same way. I just want to be stood out in the woods somewhere. Like, just stand me against a tree. Let the critters have me. You know, I don't yeah, want to be no, put anywhere. No, I promise my kids I'm going to be cremated and whoever wants some of my ashes that can have them if yeah. not you know divide them equally whoever if they none of them want them then just dump me out no, the just dump them somewhere who cares it's done yeah. once they're gone there. it's over it's done know? it's like your spirit moved on you're not there yeah. anymore and you're gonna get you recycled know? you're gonna be back there anyway so. <laughs> i know <laughs> like, give it That's time. Thing. i want to talk about that and um, i want to talk about like uh pat mentioned stairways and stuff so we'll do that we'll do that next yeah, definitely yeah, I gotta okay, go. Well, I was, I'll let you guys go. It's wonderful talking to you guys as always. Yeah, you too, Pat and Robin. Thanks for being on tonight. Honestly, I'll oh, talk. To our pleasure. You soon. Enjoy your your other podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, you know we do. It's, I do have fun, but it's every Monday night, which I don't mind. It's just sometimes it gets chaotic. I know. You know. I know. So. Yeah. 
I have a lot more fun here. So I know. Well, you're you're my sister. I know. It works both ways, babe. I know. So, Pat? bye, Pat. I'll see you in 30 seconds when you walk back in our room. Yeah. Have a good have a good night, Robin. Have a good night, Pat. Bye, have Tracy. Take, Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for our show tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed having Robin and Pat on together. What a fun time. I really enjoyed it. We just, there's so much to talk about, you guys. This is just, I mean, <laughs> this could go on and on and on. There's just, like I said on the podcast, there's so many things that happen to us even daily now. I mean, it always has for me, and I'm sure it always has for them. But it just, you know, you just have these daily things that happen, plus your other stories and Robin and Pat and myself, we've all lived like a lifetime of stories and encounters, but especially, um, especially Robin, I would say, and Pat too. But, you know, I just know that Robin has just been bombarded with stuff her whole life and there's just a lot to tell. So there's going to be a lot of this. Um, I hope you guys have a really wonderful holiday and I don't know, I'm going to try to be back on in a few days. Just, you know, stay safe, everybody, while you're out there shopping among the crowds and, you know, drive safely. And, you know, if you're hit, getting hit with snow or ice or bad road conditions, be safe, be careful, wear your seatbelt, that type of stuff. You know, say your prayers always because ultimately God is the one, no matter what's going on. And I know my, you know, my Christian friends will say, you know, just stick to the Bible and, you know, don't get into all this stuff, you know, that this is all demonic. They would they would say, and, um, you know, other people would, you know, just, they're confused or they would say you're nuts or, you know, there's all kinds of <laughs> opinions out there, but the bottom line is God warned us. There's a lot of stuff going on. Okay. He didn't break down exactly every little thing in detail. And this could all be linked back, you know, to the devil. Um, I don't know. I don't think any of us know. I don't think, you know, the Bigfoot or the ETs or the Dogman or any of the other cryptids or creatures are going to tell us the full truth. Um, and maybe some of them don't even know. You know, maybe they've been taught certain things. So they only know what they've been taught. But, and that's the bottom line. We only know what we've been taught. And then this is opening up a whole new realm for us, these sightings that are happening and these encounters and stuff. It's just really, you know, making it so we're all just standing around scratching our heads going, we don't live in the world we thought we did live in. You know, this isn't what we've been told. So then it leads you into, okay, what else have we been, you know, lied to about or had the real, the truth suppressed or held, withheld from us. I mean, I just, sometimes I, I think talking about this is overwhelming. I don't even know how to exactly put it all into words because it just is so big. It's so big. But at the end of the day, the one, you know, I don't know if you call him being, or person, or whatever that we have is our creator. It's God. So that's who you have to stick close to. 
that's who you have to say prayers to. And that's who I believe has the ultimate say and has the ability to protect you the most. And along with that is education, learning, listening, you know, open up your minds, your hearts, and listen to what other people are telling you. These aren't just made up stories, guys. You can, you can, you can hear it. You can feel it. You know, it's truth that's coming out from these people, most of them. And I believe that God wants us to know the truth. I believe he wants us to know. And that's why this is happening. And this is part of the battle. So, as my three-year-old little granddaughter would say, Merry Schmishmish to everybody. She says Christmas in the cutest way. And that's my new name for it. So, you guys have a wonderful night or day, wherever you are in the world. Be safe. God bless you. Love to you all. Take care. Thank you.